0: Previously on the Simply Human Podcast.
1: And uh and, and the other two kids are like, Well what do you mean? He's like, "Cause cool, so I asked him, Hey Dad, can I have a bike for Christmas? He said, Yeah, I got your bike ready. And he like he like grabbed himself. It's episode thirty-three of the Simply Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human. Today, on today's show, it is strength and conditioning coach, Will Fleming of willfleming.com and the performance podcast. Then it's another edition of the humans being human segment with yours truly and Rick and we'll wrap up <laughs> with our <laughs> simply...
2: That's how you know it's
1: going to be legit. Yeah. Then yeah for, we didn't get any good ones. We're going to make up our own. Uh, and then we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip of the week. How are you, Rick? I'm great. How are you? Um, I've been better. And let me explain.
2: Please, do. That's <laughs> like, very m- pessimistic of you.
1: Okay, so last night, speaking of P <laughs> By the way, way
2: uh, for everyone, we just recorded with Will, and uh, we were just speaking of P for yeah. so like, uh, the break in the time continuum. Just right. assume we're always speaking about P. Yes. Uh,
1: I guess this was two nights ago. I woke up in the middle of the night, and it's it's not uncommon for this to be the case. There were two... Uh, little girls uh, in, in between my wife and I, a four-year-old and a three-year-old, our little girls. Please explain, yeah. they're your daughters. Yeah, yes, yes, our, our our daughters were <laughs> were, uh, were in the bed with us and I got up to go to the bathroom or something. It's probably three in the morning and I, I was going to come back and like lay down on, on my spot and I guess while I had gotten up, a leg and a couple of arms and some things like moved into my spot and I just, I didn't, I wanted to go back to sleep As quickly as possible, I didn't want to, you know, move someone and risk waking someone up and then having this big thing, she's touching me, she's touching me, like (laughs) anything like that. So I just went into my daughter's room, they have a bunk bed, and I crawled into the bottom bunk and went to sleep. (laughs) And the next morning, you know, the sun is up, my wife comes in there and was like, how long have you been sleeping in this bed? And I said, I came in here probably, I don't know, it was like 3, 3.30 in the morning. She said, the reason Hope was in our bed is because she peed all in her bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not only had I been sleeping in pee the whole night, I didn't even notice.
2: <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome.
1: Yeah. So I was like, huh, you know, and it just kind of rolled back over. She's like, get
2: up. I've got to clean the sheet, you idiot. Get out of this urine, you idiot. <laughs> yeah so uh
1: so there's there's that there's my sleeping in peace story um and i guess it you know what well not the first time it certainly won't be the last i guess um <laughs> but uh, welcome in i guess to the simply human podcast we want to mention before we get to anything else the humans being human open is still going on we want you the listener to email the show uh any ideas you have if if you have a humans being human story that an unbelievable story embarrassing funny anything that you know it's a a story that comes up in social settings a lot that you get a a good reaction from uh, we would love to hear it and would love to have you on the show all you need is a good story and a skype uh, contact name. So that's
2: that's not much to ask. Yeah, funny no. story. And a Skype. And so a few minutes. Yeah, Just
1: yeah. So to take do. take eight eight to ten minutes. So the humans being human open is going on. I believe we have a uh, another few reviews. Rick, do you have those pulled up? Uh,
2: I, I do have them pulled up. And I would like to start this off by saying that someone out there gets me. We finally yes. have someone who reviewed the show that just wrote poop, poop. I'd like to thank uh, that RC is the username and just wrote poop, but also put a little small explanation, but in a good way, you have to listen to know what I mean. Yeah, so I thank you very funny. much that RC for finally someone taking me up on my offer to be very juvenile like myself and write you, that on well, the you, screen, th-
1: you screenshotted that to me and you in like, and like and I just wrote back we did it. Like we
2: <laughs> greatest we, day of my we life We have
1: achieved our, our ultimate goals. <laughs>
2: We have some other reviews uh, from user... J-Bone-Bone-Bone. Spelled out. No spaces (laughs) or anything. Just J-Bone-Bone-Bone. Oh my gosh. I'm such a juvenile. Uh, There's a lot of jokes there, uh, but I'm going to leave them alone. Let you make your own jokes. J-Bone. Mark adopts a lot of paleo, but it's not just paleo. The four pillars that are the simple human lifestyle offer very practical ways to change your lifestyle. I was looking for a better diet, but found so much great advice to change my life. Several experts in the industry offer their advice in the show, but Mark is quite the expert himself. Rick proves to be a great addition to the show uh, and providing some comic relief and a good point of view from the everyman, you it better try and implement some of the changes today. Thank you very much. Gee, <laughs> this bone, bone, Mrs. Bone, Bone, Bone. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully,
1: hopefully I missed
2: her. <laughs> I met a Mrs. Bone, Bone, Bone the other day at work, by the way. <laughs> uh,
1: I sure you did on the night so shift.
2: Story yeah, off air, but yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah.
2: another review from uh, Jacqueline M.S., uh, this has become one of my favorite Paleo podcasts. Great information, super funny. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Thank you, Jacqueline, cool. for your kind words. We appreciate it. Awesome. So there we are.
1: Very good. We got. I think we're up to eighteen reviews, and and I well, think we have.
2: That's. It's more. What I assume are total strangers. So yeah. hey, thanks, yeah. new friends. Awesome. I love you. Not strangers anymore. I can't wait to meet meet Bone 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 <laughs> somewhere. <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh man, my internal filter is is just on okay. red alert. Oh. Yeah. Um the the uh, Simple Human Moms uh page is is going well. My wife is uh has been posting and and we're getting I think we're going to have more page views on the uh, we might have like double the all-time monthly page views in a month by the end of May. So that's that's good and she just posted one on kids and honesty which is pretty funny about how kids will just be like why are you so fat?
2: (laughs) There's a line in there that I seriously thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. I laughed so hard about. I guess one of your daughters asked a very inappropriate question and your wife says something to the effect in the golem of, I thought about killing her and telling God she died by accident. I laughed so hard. I seriously did think that I pulled a muscle. I laughed so hard. Your wife is very, very funny. Yes,
1: she is. She is funny. And, uh, you know, obviously she is using our platform to, it's not just, her she it you know she's using us as a as an incubator uh to be great uh so not really yeah not really
2: you're Um, welcome jen yeah
1: but uh yeah so kids and honesty that's that's a good stuff like last night we were out to eat and this this lady with a walker went by and i don't think she heard my three-year-old but my three-year-old was like that lady's old and (laughs) and i was like hope like don't say that you have to teach them like what they can say and what they can't say and it's just that's just always a funny topic to hear the kid the things that kids will say where you're just like thank you for ruining my my life
2: last year uh one of jason's classmates jason's our older one uh we live in a very multicultural neighborhood uh you know and we're progressive about stuff like that well he was talking about one of his classmates and he's like yes i played a game with blake he is black. And we're like, whoa, hey, 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 keep your voice down in the grocery store, pal. Yeah, it uh, yeah, might be slightly different, but uh, we're all the same on the inside. He's like, we are the same on the inside. Yeah. Except on the outside, he is black. Yeah. And I was like, okay, stop, please, please, please. And do
1: they, like, it's such, like, an innocent, like, they're, he's just saying, like, that... The wall is green. Like it's not like any sort of yeah. It's just you have to you know let adults sort of ruin everything. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know. know. Uh, So anyway, way to go, idiots. Yeah, way to go, adults. Um, Just real quick, uh, the nutrients multivitamin. There's still a coupon code for that. You can get ten dollars off, and I'll link. Uh, to the site in the show notes but it's a dollar sign 10 simply human also their skinny fat products their oil their coconut mct oil uh, it's dollar sign five simply human all one word or or no spaces or anything you can get um, five or ten dollars off depending on the product that you want to get and i use both of those things and i love them a lot Um, and i don't get them for free they don't like send me uh, stuff. I wish they would. Hey, nutrients. Uh, Caltons, uh, <laughs> send me some free stuff. But uh, that's just stuff that I use, and they're generous enough to to give us the uh, the discount code. So. Uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, Will Fleming uh, is going to be a, a good show. Uh, we, we just talked to him. It's one of those rare times that we actually have done the interview before we record the intro, so we know what we're talking about. Today. So we can
2: tell you for, uh, we're truthful this time. Yeah, say, lying. Say, Hey, we, this is going to be a great interview because yeah. we know already.
1: Well, like with the Mike with the Mike T Nelson interview last week, I had to make sure not to mention Craig T Nelson because after the interview, like the middle part we recorded, we we talked about how I didn't ask him about Craig T Nelson, so I had to make sure that in order for that to Makes sense. I couldn't ask him about Craig T. Nelson.
2: Doing this, people should understand, is somewhat like uh, being Marty McFly and going back to 1955 and trying not to influence uh,
1: things that will affect the future too badly. So, anyway, all right, well, let's get to it. You can find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. links to the Facebook page, YouTube channel. We need to do some more videos, Rick. We need you to try some more foods. Um, hey, by the way, we
2: forgot something real quickly. Uh, someone uh, sent me a... Uh, oh, yeah. Th- through the website, and I totally forgot about this, and I'm going to try this. This must be from Jacqueline, who also sent us a... Jacqueline MS, who sent us... We mentioned her in a review. The pizza, she sent you know? me a recipe yeah. for a... What she calls meatza. It's a paleo pizza made with a, a ton of meat, and I'm... Here to tell you, Jacqueline, that sounds awesome. I'm going to try that, and we will put the recipe up uh, through our various uh, social media platforms. Yes, that so is maybe, awesome.
1: and you can record a video of you eating it, and we can put yes. that on the YouTube channel. So, yeah, Thank cool. You
2: very, very much, Jacqueline. Yeah. I appreciate it, and I will be eating that soon.
1: Awesome. Uh, and then you can also find uh, links to the Simply Human Kids page and the Simply Human Moms page. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram at simplyhuman52. Because that was my football number and I can't let it go. You can email us Uncle
2: Rico. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can email us show at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com, or email Rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. So without further ado, here is Will Fleming where we talk about the, the sustainability of lifting weights, three hundred pound snatches, injuries, crossfit, elevator speech, time wasters, five fundamental movements, single joint movements for the performance podcast, posters, butts, and gardening. Yes! Joining us on the Simply Human podcast, finally, we've talked about him for like the last six shows, the great Wilson Fleming strength and conditioning coach. Uh, you know, welcome to the show. There's really, I will let you sort of explain your background, but we are just so happy to have you. And I would say that much like Rick and I, uh, did you and I bonded over Tommy Boy?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, Well, I'm really excited to be here, uh, Rick. You are my favorite co-host that I have never yes. met until today. Wow. And uh, Mark is my second favorite podcast host besides myself.
2: That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Will. I appreciate it.
3: Well, I appreciate being on here, guys. Um, So a little bit about me. Uh, I am a a strength conditioning coach, um, fitness professional up in Indiana. Uh, I'm in Bloomington, Indiana, which is a small-ish town, maybe an hour south of Indianapolis. And we are most notable because we have Indiana University is, is here in town. So it's kind of a neat place in the Midwest where uh, you have a really large university, so it, it feels like a, a little larger town than it actually is. Um, and then I work with uh, high school athletes, college athletes, um, even younger, some middle school athletes, um, and then a lot of adults who are trying to get in in good shape. So we have a I, I'm the owner of a fitness facility with six thousand square feet, and you know primarily free weight based, using um, just athletic movements and you know normal human movements. Uh, we're kind of influenced by stuff like MoveNat, and then, you know, our basis or my, my background in, in athletics. And then uh, I am a competitive weightlifter, a weightlifting coach, so do Olympic weightlifting uh, as kind of a, a fun outlet. I'm one of the older guys who are competing uh, and still being able to compete at the national level. Um, and my background in Olympic weightlifting was I started that when I was 15 or 16 so I could become a better football player, track athlete, baseball player, basketball player, all that kind of stuff. And then just really enjoyed it, was able to win a na- uh, junior national championship and live at the Olympic Training Center for a while, uh, and then parlayed that into a track scholarship and and did uh, track throughout college and, and then in the couple years right after college. So uh, my background is primarily in athletics. Uh, I really enjoy working with athletes, but just people, you know, like uh, people who have have pretty lofty goals uh and and enjoy you know getting getting to work out so not, well, only, not it, only it, is it he... sounds
2: like you and i need to schedule an arm wrestling contest because <laughs> <laughs> i feel after hearing your background i feel pretty confident that uh you know that, that you would break my arm off at the soccer and
3: that would be i get funny. i get short arms i got yeah. short arms I, oh well would, then the, the advantage
2: thing. advantage rick by all means <laughs> then with yeah. your short arms yeah. well
1: um you know, so not only an incredible athlete, but he can use words correctly, like parlay, and, and that's I think that's all, you know, also kind of speaks to his um, mental uh, ingenuity. I used that word wrong. Dang it! I, Dang it! Not ingenuity. It's not what I was trying to say. Uh, well, let's. Did you? Uh, okay. What What did you place last year? Was it like t- you were top ten? Right. Yeah.
3: So I got I got eighth in the national championships in weightlifting as an eighty five kilo lifter, so one hundred eighty seven pounds. Um, you know, which is which is fine. It, it was my best place. It was actually the first time I had ever qualified for nationals, I had qualified for the junior national championships. So I was pretty happy with that placing. The coolest part about it was, you know, I think uh, I think the next oldest guy in the whole weight class was like twenty six. So I was thirty one at the time, I'm thirty-two now. So that's kind of the fun thing, going and doing stuff, uh, being just a bit older than than the guys uh, who are competing at the very top
1: and th- this is you know we'll kind of get into some of this later but it kind of seems like a good segue how long like what is the sustainability of the way that you move are you expecting do you see people in your field that are 45 50 197 like what's the uh what's the age limit to to moving and, and being under load
3: yeah so you know it it depends. Like so, being under load, like I don't know if there isn't necessarily an age limit, right? right. Um, you know, obviously there's a bunch of stuff uh, recently where, um, you know, the number one indicator of aging is a decline in muscular power output, right? So, so the ability to move weights is is important as people age. So I don't think that there is necessarily a limit to that. Certainly with something like complex and uh, that places a premium on maximum weights lifted like Olympic lifting there's there's an there's an age limit you know you'll see 80 year old guys doing it uh I guess I saw a video recently of the former coach of of the national team in Bulgaria who's 88 and he was doing he did like an 88 kilo snatch or something you know he did he did a a lift that was you know pretty impressive and I think that's an exaggeration he didn't do an 88 kilo snatch but (laughs) he he was doing Olympic lifts at 88 years old um so that you know, there's not necessarily an end, but maybe the the high level of competition. Uh, there's definitely there's a shelf shelf life on that, uh, just because the training's pretty hard. Um, you know, if you look at like masters competitions, which is what I'm aiming for. So when you get to be 35, you can compete in masters. Uh, the guys who are competing in masters at 35 or in the 40 age group probably didn't spend you know the last 30 years doing it they did it on and off or they picked it up later in life or something like that. And so I think that that's one reason I'm having success at the age of 32 is I learned when I was 15 or 16. And then, you know, I, I, I trained with the lifts and lifted and everything, but I didn't, you know, focus all of my training throughout my twenties on it. You know, I just picked it up again about a year and a half ago and said, Hey, let me see if I can do this. Yeah. So, so, you know, there's there's a certainly a shelf life on, you know, training for max, uh, max effort lifts and stuff like that. Uh, there's some importance to be placed on lifting some weight, uh, to, to your capacity, uh, as you grow older. Uh, and then I do think if you train smart, you can do a lot, you know, for a long time. So, you know, that's my hope is that I just get to keep doing this for as long as possible. And I don't have to do it, you know, six times a week or, five times a week, but, you know, throw an Olympic lift here and there in, uh, you know, once a week or twice a week, you know, until I'm 50 or 60 or 70, whatever, you know,
1: I want to ask you about injuries in just a second. But before that, the, the tone, people know the tone of the show. And I think that it would be, it, it would not behoove us to not, does that make sense? There's a double negative there. No, you're perfect. To, to acknowledge the elephant in the room. There are some some funny terms in Olympic lifting. <laughs> why? Why are like? Can you explain? You know, obviously, you say snatch enough, and people, and then you eventually get like sort of desensitized to. Yeah. The, You're reading the, my mind. The, yeah, right exactly. Now, to the it's <laughs> I,
2: me, me being the everyman who's not really very well acquainted with Olympic lifting. You are like reading my yeah, because my i've gotten
1: to where like when someone says snatch to me i just i think of the movement but not everyone has those thoughts so, so can you speak uh, about that and uh, maybe <laughs> how do you handle that kind of thing
3: well there's definitely a phase uh when you realize well i learned the lifts when i was like 15 years oh, old right geez. so the yeah. term snatch has has always <laughs> denoted to me that and then i found out that uh one of the guys in my high school who uh was pretty good with the ladies, liked to call himself the snatch master.
1: And you thought uh, he was just a really good... And I was like, wait, this guy lifts too? <laughs>
3: uh, and, then, and then and then, we got in a conversation and we realized that uh, we were talking about different things yeah, entirely. And
2: it got really awkward.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait.
2: He smells uh, like your car and you're always wearing like workout clothes. Like, yeah,
3: exactly. Weird. Your your idea of a 300-pound of snatch is, is uh, less
1: positive than mine. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. We had to, we couldn't just not acknowledge that. Yeah. We had to, we had to acknowledge it. Okay. So, injuries okay something like okay, you know i went through your uh clean and jerk which uh, is another funny term jerk uh, <laughs> in, uh <laughs> in, in paleo effects and was doing really well and then i did something really stupid and sprained my knee and i've took i took three weeks off and i did some tke's and i did some other you know remaining deadlift and i iced a lot and i did some stem and stuff like that but i took three weeks off and i, I finally got to a point where to like this week i'm going to start back uh doing some squatting and deadlifting and some uh, some uh cleans uh we're gonna leave it behind um so like how do you deal with injuries for yourself and for the the athletes that you coach uh, i know obviously it's variable and it depends but sort of what is your uh take on on injuries and and when they happen and then what to do about it
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's a thing with with training in general. Right. So, um, you know, with injuries, obviously the hope and what you're really aiming for is that you become more resilient beforehand. So you do things um, in your training that that help you resist that injury. So injury resistance or uh, the idea of like being anti-fragile, you know, Oh, I
1: love that book. Everyone should read that book. Right, so just like being more resilient,
3: you know, stronger and, and able to resist those things, um, so you know that that's step number one. Yeah, uh, but obviously injuries happen. Uh, you said um, you did something to your knee, at Paleo FX the week before Paleo FX. I did something to my back, so um, so that kind of stuff uh, all you know will happen. And then you know coming back from it, you just have to you know think about your training plan and how you can modify it if you have en- enough of a training base. Um, if you take the time to get healthy and then, you know, reacclimate yourself just a little bit, you can jump right back in and, and be like your, you know, you never took any time off. So, you know, maybe that means, uh, in the immediate aftermath, you're, you're resting and, uh, you know, taking all those measures that, you know, you talked about the East and icing and, um, you know, compression or whatever it is that, that you follow for your injury protocol. And then as soon as you come back, you know, you start. Uh, reacclimating, you you do things at a lighter intensity or a reduced range of motion or something like that, and then um, and then you can get back into it. and That that all comes with a decent sized training base. So for me, I have a a really decent a really good training base. You know, I've I've been doing it for 15 years or 16 years, and so you know if I have to take two weeks off from training, it's you know. Coming back is is not a is not a big deal, you know. Right. I just uh, just adjust for a while and then and then I'm I'm back to normal.
1: You get into an elevator with someone and you're on the first floor and it's going up to the 18th floor and there's no stopping. Yes. And the person says, "Hey, you're a strength coach. What do you think about CrossFit?" What do you say to that person in the oh, 60 seconds I, that you have? So
3: uh, I believe that it is um, it is a it is a bad thing that some CrossFits have to share the word CrossFit with other CrossFits, you know, <laughs> uh, th- because there are really great coaches in CrossFit and there's really bad coaches in CrossFit, uh, on social media. It seems like a lot of the stuff that the bad coaches do or the bad facilities do, uh, get shared a lot. So if I had to share a word after the name of my gym, uh, with, with every other gym, I wouldn't be super happy about it, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, across all professions, there are good and there are bad. And in CrossFit, there is a, a, a decent separation of good
1: and bad, you know? Okay, cool. Uh, Rick, do you have anything real quick before I yeah. g- keep going?
2: Well, I, and I represent, uh, you know, Will, you said you, 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 the first, lollipop guild? I represent kind of the, the, the every man, the lollipop guild. Uh, Yes, I represent the Lollipop Guild, sir. I'm trying to be professional here. I represent the everyman. Mark represents a super college athlete, triathlete, Jones. I am not looking to uh, jump over a building. I'm not looking to, uh, you know, run a sub, you know, three and a half hour marathon. I am looking to be the healthiest version of a human being that I can. Uh, I work long hours. I have a family. My time is very, very valuable, as I'm sure everyone else uh, would agree with their own time. What are some things that I can do like uh, you know like I said I'm not looking to go you know be in the you know some sort of national competition of weightlifting I'm just looking to be you know healthy feel good I guess look good as part of it but you know really just do the kinds of things in the weight room that just, that make make me have a higher quality of life what are things that I should be concentrating on but I think more importantly than that what are some things that you think are time wastes in the gym Ooh that people end up killing just their productivity with
3: yeah so uh, on the first part like what you should be concentrating on um i just think i think a um this may sound like a generalized answer but like a, a varied training program so uh something you know don't you know don't focus on like uh upper body lifts and or don't focus on you know just uh, your arms or legs or something. So eliminate the whole bodybuilding lexicon from your mind. So don't think Done. about Done. <laughs> So don't think about the muscle groups you're training. Think about the movements you're training. So uh, if we're moving like a human, uh, yes. we have our body can can do so many different things. And so we can push, we can pull, we can squat, we can hinge um, we should do, do those things in multiple planes of movement. So, you know, up and down, side to side, rotationally moving all those different planes of movement, uh, and, you know, combining a training program there. So you have four basic movements, push, pull, squat, hinge, and then we can do them in multiple planes. So there you can create a pretty varied exercise program or, or, you know, movement menu where you can, uh, you know, train yourself as a whole, as one whole entity. Um, and then, you know, you you probably just need to get in the gym and do that that kind of stuff, you know, 30 minutes or something, two or three times a week, where you're also taking care of your body, doing foam rolling, uh, focusing on, you know, not recovering necessarily from your workouts, because if we're minimizing workouts, we're, we're not having a ton of stress from that. But you have a stressful job, you have a lot of things to do throughout the day um so taking care of the stress from those other pursuits by getting in and foam rolling stretching you know maybe doing some breathing type stuff and then getting into a pretty intense short but balanced program uh focusing on those four movement patterns because i'm an olympic lifting guy and a guy who trains athletes i think you should probably do something that's maybe, uh, explosive. So sometimes that's an Olympic lift. Maybe that's throwing a medicine ball, uh, you know, doing some kettlebell work or something like that. And so there you have f- uh, five uh, pieces of
1: movements. So say, you say the them. five, say the five, uh, movements. Again. So let's, if we go back to explosive, so we'll start at explosive, we'll do a push. Is that another, uh, is the explosive another way to say that? Can you say plyometric? Is that sort yeah, of, yeah, I mean,
3: there, there's just a, quite a few things that could fit in that category. So Olympic lifts, plyometrics, Uh, any number of medicine ball throws, stuff like that. So um, that'd be our explosive category. Uh, Then we do a push category. So that's typically like an upper body push. So uh, pushing overhead, um, you know, dumbbells, barbells, medicine balls, kettlebells, uh, pushing uh, horizontally. So... Now we can fit in that bench press that I know Rick loves so much. I'm so uh, awesome
2: at it too. I love it.
3: Yeah, right? And then uh, and then pull, so, you know, doing chin-ups and rows and whatnot. And then squat, so anything that looks like a squat, um, front squat, back squat, overhead squat, uh, any sort of implement. Uh, and then, you know, our final one is a hinge. So, you know, hinging at the waist, so pushing the hips back. Um and, you know, working that backside of the lower body. So RDLs, deadlifts, um, you know, single leg variations of those and stuff like that. So you got five movements, and then you could do them, you know, in any sort of, you could do them for time. You could do them, you could do, you know, 10 reps, uh, three rounds for time. You could, do, uh, you could do five sets of five, whatever, you know, and that's how you have some variation in there. Uh, and then, um, you know, that, that takes care of what you should do. You just really don't I mean, if you're busy, you're busy. You can't fight it. So what you gotta do is find the pieces where you can get in the gym. So don't don't approach exercise and movement as a two hour every you know, day of the week endeavor, you know? It's it's, you know being non-gym it's your non-gym movements. so hiking walking whatever uh and then it's your in-gym movement should be quick and to the point uh focus on recovery and a balanced movement menu
2: Man, that's, that's one of the things that I think is most daunting to, the, you know, the every men and the every women out there is that you think, you know, you see these guys that are in awesome shape and you're like, oh, they must spend, you know, hours and hours and hours in the gym. And, and for people who don't go to the gym, I think it's, you know, you think of it as, oh, God, I don't have an hour or hour and a half or whatever, you know, five days a week to be in there, so I might as well not do anything. It, and that's one of the things, that kind, of blows, kind of blows my mind. Between what you know, what you say, what we uh, we've had Eva T on a couple times from Eva T Strength and Conditioning, and she says the same thing. Uh, for the most part, you don't have to be in the gym just destroying yourself for like hours a day. This can be a pursuit that you use within the greater context of other things that you're doing, other strategies in your life to make yourself, you know, worry more about overall health and wellness, not just. You know, one singular pursuit of getting in the gym and pushing weights around, you know, for eternity. You know,
1: and I'm I'm yeah. a, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and and because I want I want to hear your thoughts on that second part of his question, and I'm going to go out on a limb as far as like time wasters. Would you put like single joint movements into those for the most part, unless you're rehabbing or something?
3: Yeah, I mean, I would say for the most part, single. You know, if if you go back to like that EVA T stuff, uh, minimum dose, maximum effectiveness type idea. Um, you want you want to do things that train you know a lot of your body at one time. So um, you know single joint movements are not going to fit the bill on that kind of stuff. And the other, what do you mean? You what know,
2: do you mean by single? What do you mean by single joint movements? Like the, uh, you know having a bicep day,
3: right? Where you go in and it's you know it's all about your biceps and your triceps, right? Like so you're just
1: moving your elbow. Whereas if you're doing a press, you're moving your wrist, your your elbow, your shoulder. Uh, joint your your you know
3: having to stabilize with the rest of your body right, all that kind of stuff right. you know, mm. so we want to avoid that uh, those minimum or you know those uh, maximum time minimum effectiveness kind of things
1: <laughs> yeah like like backing it out um, the five uh movements is, again, explosive, plyometrics, push pull, squat hinge, snatch and jerk are their own uh, movements. We're gonna continue on past that though. Um can you tell me what is the difference between, like cause you you said you train a lot of young kids up to, you know, older adults. What is some of the differences? Like I have a for instance, there's a kid on my street. Um, I believe he's twelve, and he's like six three. I mean, he's like and, and within the last year, he's just really, Shot up, and he's about as big around as you know our like my pinky, and uh you know what, my pinky's kind of fat and meaty uh, that's, that's a bad example um so you know think of something really skinny um and so and his dad is is you know wanting me to try to put some meat on on this kid's bones, so how is it different uh training a kid you know maybe like an adolescent to uh you know training like an older more experienced adult
3: yeah, so I mean. One of the first things you got to do in that, in that situation you talk about is like just set the expectations. You know, uh, males, young males, they don't put on weight until testosterone in their body tells them to put on weight. You know, so, you know, we get a lot of that where, you know, parents are like, well, I think he needs to hit the weights because uh, he's so skinny right now. Well, he's just, you know, his body isn't, I could, you know, I could get him to squat 500 pounds and he probably wouldn't gain any weight uh, just because you know, his body isn't producing enough testosterone to tell him to start, you know, adding muscle mass. Right. So, you know, that that's one piece of the puzzle. The other thing is, you know, movements are movements and like they're they are human movements. They're not like uh movements for athletes, they're not movements for adults. So those patterns, those push, pull, squat, hinge, uh, and if you have another category for explosives, uh, those needs don't necessarily change. Uh, the loading and the dosing—that all changes, right? So, our probably our most intense um, training programs are going to come for those late high school athletes and those college athletes. So that's when their bodies are the most ready for it. That's where they're able to recover the most. So, you know, those athletes, the intensity is the highest and the volumes is the highest. So the number of repetitions maybe we're doing per week is the highest for those athletes. Um, below that, we're using the same movement patterns. We're probably talking about different types of dosing. We're putting a a much higher emphasis on teaching and teaching progressions so you know as opposed to saying we're going to do squats for 3 sets of 10 today we're going to say we're going to squat for 10 minutes and teach you x y and z and so uh we're still working on the movement but we're plan- placing a much higher emphasis on teaching and then retention and stuff like that. So, uh, and then the adults, and then we back the volume back down, so maybe they look a little bit more like those early high school athletes. So you know, they're doing two sets or three sets, not, a ton of, uh, not necessarily uh, a great focus on heading up to a maximum weight to use or anything like that, but just getting a good training effect with, uh, you know, with the minimum amount of effort that they can put in on that day to get a training effect.
1: Cool. Um, okay. And, and the same goes for, you know, the differences between men and women. It's kind of the same thing. There's really no, like, well, women shouldn't do this. Men should should do this. It's like movements are movements to all of the musculoskeletal systems that are walking around out there, man, woman, adult, child. You know, the cross-sectional area of muscle is the same for everybody. Uh, and it's just, you know, there's other, you know, environmental factors and other hormonal factors that need to be weighed in. But for the most part, movements are movements and training patterns should should be pretty similar uh which you know is varied because you want variation in your training program. So um before we before we run out of time, I want to make sure that people know where they can find you. Um talk about your podcast and if you know, true to the nature of the show, if you don't mind, you don't have to disclose this information, but to our listeners, if you if you would tell them what your <laughs> what your music is. Um, if, if you don't have to, and then yeah, uh, yeah. tell us about you know your uh, your very popular podcast and your co-host.
3: Yeah, so uh, I have a podcast called the Performance Podcast. Um, we basically talk. Uh, the idea was to talk about athletic performance and and whatnot, but really it's just like human performance, right? So uh, we talk to just different people in the in the fitness industry um, from all walks of life, people who um, who work at you know big fitness corporations, people who own gyms, people who are just into fitness, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of times it's just a conversation between me, me and my co-host. My co-host is a guy named Robert Dos Remedios and, uh, we call him coach Dos. Uh, coach Dos is the head strength conditioning coach at the college of the Canyons, which is a junior college outside of Los Angeles. Um, they're a really successful junior college. Um, he's, he's got, you know, probably 20 players in the NFL, uh, now. And he's got, uh, you know, kids every year going to play division one sports from his place. And so he does a really good job of like a developmental program for those 18 and 19 year old kids who, you know, didn't, uh, didn't make it into a division one school right out of college or right out of high school. Uh, and then he's also the author of two books called cardio strength training. And then the other is called power training. Both of those are uh, published by men's health. Um, and so he's just, he's, you know, he's been in the, in the business for, you know, 25 years. I think he's been a strength coach since 1989. He's one of my mentors, um, you know, really helped me and influenced me. And honestly, the podcast started cause he and I were text messaging back and forth, like almost every day. Uh, and you know, sometimes we were talking about training, we are just talking about stuff and I was like, Hey, let's record this. So we record and we release every Monday and mo- every Wednesday, uh, a 30 minute show, um, You know, sometimes just a conversation where we go back and forth on a topic and then we have some interviews uh, in there with with, you know, people that we respect in the in the uh, fitness arena. And then, um, gosh, I guess I will tell you about our our theme song. Uh, I haven't this. had anyone recognize it yet, so I, I guess I'm going to spoil the surprise. Uh, but it is the it is the instrumental version of a, a hit song called "Boats and Hoes." <laughs>
2: Oh man, for nothing else that makes it worth the listen right yeah. there because yeah, right? now I all the exercise and weightlifting <laughs> and health stuff, eh, forget about that. But now I'm now my interest is yeah, peaked. I'm I like, knew. "Oh man, I've got to hear that." I knew Rick
1: was yeah, going right? to like that. And and actually the way that y- your podcast started, the genesis of it is very similar to the way ours started. Rick and I were texting back and forth like pictures of our own poop and <laughs> <laughs> Actually, believe pretty, it or not, that's what I, when he was saying. That I was like,
2: okay, well, I have a funny line here about, hey, that's how you know Mark and I. We text back and forth, just uh, crude jokes and ridiculous juvenile humor, and then we decided to make a. Po- I was like, ah, now I, I, we've we've been juvenile enough, but uh, I'll leave no. that. I'll leave that be, but no, that's how we started too. Yeah, that's how we that's how we roll. Um, and then your <laughs> website, Will
1: Fleming, and it is one L. Sorry, I introduced you as Wilson Fleming. You go by Will Fleming. I know you, you. You mentioned on your podcast some people they're like they'll call up and be like, "Yeah, can I talk to William?" And then you know, like they're they're not really your friend because they <laughs> poser. Have, like, your name your name isn't <laughs> William. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so sorry, sorry I, for uh, calling you by your by your full name. Uh, but uh, yeah, Will is a great website, and then uh, also promote your posters real quick because i love them there's one frame i got it and i was just gonna you know like tape it up on the wall and i opened it up and i was like this thing is a beautiful piece of art is is exactly what i was gonna say and (laughs) so i went to like the store and i got a 26 by 30 wait no 24 24 by 36 uh frame and framed it and then hung it up and it is right next to my squat rack So, yeah, on
3: willflemingcom slash posters, uh, I put together an Olympic weightlifting technique poster, um, and it's – there's a couple out there that that other people have done. I think this one's – it's a little more detailed. We have – you know, take it from a side angle and a front angle so you can see uh, good positions, and it just has my teaching – like – uh, my coaching cues in it. So, you know, where, when the bars are knee that you need to be doing, uh, this or that or whatever. And we go through the snatch, the clean and the jerk. Um, so we get to hit all three of those, uh, on one poster. It's a really good, you know, quick reference guide. I actually find myself using it in my own gym. Uh, just, you know, trying to point out to someone who's trying to lift like, Hey, you know, this is the position that I want you to be in uh, at, you know, when the bar is at your hip or something like that. So it you know, it's a helpful, quick guide that um, you can use to, to help people coach. So that's at willflemming.com slash posters. And
1: you can also be like, and check out that guy's butt and that poster. Look how awesome yeah. that butt is. Yeah, that's actually, you know, <laughs> I, I rarely have to prompt people to say that.
2: Right. <laughs> so everyone go and check out uh, this this awesome butt. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Check which, it out. Which to
1: my, my daughters, uh, that is, Dad, you said the Two t butt. The one t butt yeah. is okay to say. That's how we teach it. But uh huh but That was the one t butt. Um okay. Before we run out of time, I already said that once. But I'm gonna ha uh, but another butt. Um, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. you, I, you have I, I cannot. I cannot rein it back in. Uh, what is what is one thing that we? I mean, this is something that we ask everybody. What is one thing that you enjoy about life, or something you do to make life more enjoyable? And it doesn't have to have anything to do with working out or Olympic lifting or anything.
3: Gosh. um, You know, my wife and I have a garden. Uh, I I really enjoy uh, working on our garden together, um, planting stuff. We have uh, vegetables and then we also have flower gardens. So uh, I find that to be really enjoyable because... Uh, obviously, get to hang out with my lovely wife, Ashley, but also uh, get to be outside It means the weather's nice and all that kind of stuff
1: cool i we, I just uh, built and I think i I've sent you the pictures, but my uh, I have a raised bed garden out back. it's a twelve by six foot and I've got tomatoes and okra and cantaloupe and all sorts of stuff that's just starting to come up, so that's exciting and it is a lot of fun to go out there every day and like the girls go out there with me and we'll tend to the garden and pull out weeds and do other things. so yeah, and you get your feet on the earth and it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, and speaking of Ashley, she is going to be on the show. I've, I've, we were going to record today for like a future show, but we decided to wait until, I think, like the second week in June. Ashley Fleming of fitnessisdelicious.com will be on our show, and so she's got a lot to offer as well in the fitness nutrition. And she does triathlons and other things. I remember the, a funny thing uh, you told me about her. is like when y'all first met, she came into the gym, and, and like when she left, you were like, i do not want to train that girl <laughs> and then he ended up marrying her so yeah uh, because she looked at his poster and was like wow uh and another another cool thing about the enjoy part of, of of it and rick i can't remember if we i told you this or not but we i was the third i was the fleming's third wheel at paleo fx which is how you
2: I, mark rogers imagine that <laughs> yeah
1: exactly like why won't this guy leave us alone <laughs> we we ended up like one. I think I guess it was Saturday night or Sunday morning at like two in the morning at. A, a donut food truck eating donuts and ice cream at the Paleo FX uh, they, Paleo your
2: cred, they, they revoked your credentials after <laughs> yeah. that. Like the uh, the president of Paleo FX was like, "You get those donuts and you get the hell out of here." Then, like they
1: ripped the badge off.
2: Our that shirts. was a fear.
3: That was a fear. Yeah. Ashley brought home leftover donuts and put them in the fridge at the house we were staying. We were staying in with the organizer of yeah. uh, organizers of Paleo FX. And I woke up and the first thing I did the next morning was throw them in the trash. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like, Damn, can you believe it? Some like crazy person broke into the house and threw, and threw donuts away. Yes, yeah, he put some donuts in the fridge.
1: I had to throw them away. What a jerk! Yeah. Man. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> cool. All right. Well, Will Fleming, we are out of time. I really appreciate this. And please check out his website. His podcast is, is great. It's usually, you don't have to scroll down far on the fitness and nutrition rankings. It's usually up in the top 15 or, or 20. Um, and so, yeah, check it out. Will, really appreciate you having on the show. And we'll hopefully have you back on again in the future. Perfect, man. Thanks a bunch, Rick. It's great to meet you.
2: Great to meet you, too. I, I can't wait to check out uh, your podcast, your website, and your your bottom.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast.
1: Thank you, Coach Will Fleming, for your expertise. Uh, I really can, cannot say enough good things about the performance podcast. I've uh, I've narrowed it down. I used to have like 14 podcasts I listened to, and I've narrowed that down to about three and he, it is, he is one of them that I don't miss. The Performance Podcast is, is really great stuff, um, and, you, and we'll link to all his stuff in the show notes as well. So uh, the Humans Being Human open is going on. Uh, we would like to get some emails uh, from stories, or from you guys, from the listeners, different stories that you think might be good, and if you know, it, it shouldn't take more than about two or three Humans Being Human segments to listen to to kind of understand what the theme uh, and the tone of the segment is. Um, and this is the story that I, I, I want to say that I've already told this one, but you don't
2: think I have. I don't think that you have. I'm pretty sure that you haven't.
1: Okay, and if I have, then we have some new listeners, and they can they can, they can review
2: back. Because to me, this is, a, if you've already told it, it's a story worth retelling. This okay. is a
1: classic. Okay, so if I have told this already, and, you, and you've heard this one, forgive me. But I was about 10 years old, and, I, and I'm still this way. I can't ever sleep in. I'm, I'm always the kid I, that, that would wake up. You know, at the sleepover, like, everyone sleeps till noon, and I'm up at, like, 7, and there's nothing to do, you know? Like, like making
2: breakfast for the whole family <laughs> yeah. of, like, whatever family you're staying with, like, Hey, guys, I made some cinnamon <laughs> <Yeah>. rolls.
1: <laughs> exactly. My dad's a baker. <laughs> um, and so, I was actually at a sleepover. There were probably, I don't know, there, what I remember, there were 20 or 25 kids. I mean, it was a, it was a big group of kids. And it, and it was assumed that I didn't, you know, like you'll go to parties, and, like, okay, you have, like, your your school people and then like your dad's work people. And they, like you have these sort of these different segments of, of friends. It was kind of like World, that. Worlds were
2: colliding. Yes,
1: worlds were colliding. And so I wasn't very comfortable in the setting to begin with. So <laughs> I wake up and it's like seven o'clock and we're in this like a sort of outer sort of like playroom thing. And, you know, there's like no curtains or anything. It's just the light is coming through. So, of course, here I am just like wide awake eyes wide open everyone is snoring sleeping no sign that any any you know signs of life are about to, to to happen so i'm just laying there like thinking i'm like i can't get up i don't know what to do i'm in an uncomfortable place and i had a fart and so i'm just laying there in my sleeping bag or whatever and so i you know
2: by the way but by, by the way mark that as like uh for future use for like that and next time yeah. and remember and I, I had a fart yeah. and that's it okay continue, continue so story.
1: i farted and i pooped all over myself <laughs> i mean i mean not just like a little bit came out i mean like i destroyed my underwear <laughs>
2: You just had total disaster pants.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm and so I'm laying there, and you know I really haven't moved all that much. So if you're if you were watching a video of this happening, you wouldn't see me move at all. You you might see my eyes. Because, hey,
2: doing that is like yeah, it's like drinking water. Thing. Yeah,
1: you might see like my eyes might have gotten a little bit wider, but I you know like I, I there would have been no discernible change in the video that you were watching. And why you're watching a video of 25 kids sleeping is beyond me. <laughs> So, if you were watching that, you freak. Uh, yeah. So, you're a creepster, yeah. first of all. So, okay. So, I'm sitting there and now I'm like, okay, well, well the one advantage I had was that I sort of had some time to, to sort of think about what, what I was going to do next. To game plan. Yeah. So, I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, what, what do I do? Like, so I, I, I okay, first, I, so I decided like the first order of business was to clean myself up which I well, guess was the, good decision, was the right decision so I get up and luckily there was no residue outside of, of my what I had on so I like I go in there's like a bathroom right off the deal so I go in I, I clean myself off well there's just so, so I'm holding these these like this toilet underwear <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what to do with it. Obviously, <laughs> you know, flushing down the toilet is not an option. Leaving in the in the open trash can, which was like had just been emptied out, is not an option. I mean, these It'll things the
2: one item in the trash can. It's yeah. not like you can sneak it in there,
1: right? And it's not like you know, a little stain. I mean, this is like there is there is full if solid you're wearing chernobyl pants is what you're <laughs> <Yeah>. saying yes <laughs> there is like yeah it is like steaming horrificness
0: <laughs> so i'm like
1: okay so i i walk out you know i'm tiptoeing over guys like like you know holding this monstrosity and i remember <laughs> like i think my, my first thought this is before i guess the thought of like going commando was sort of a new thought but i you know easily could have you know so i'm i remember thinking i need underwear and so I, I got... Child, please. Yeah, which, you know, does, if that happens now, I just, you know, throw my underwear at my wife. With, and, no, 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 yeah. not if. Yeah. Yeah, when that happens With, now, and, I just throw the underwear out in the backyard and go about my day or stuff them down a, <laughs> or, or stuff them down a golf, a, a hole on, on, a, on a golf course. Um, <laughs> true, true story. Uh, so I remember sneaking into his parents' room and I, was, I guess I was going to like <gasps> oh steal God. some of his dad's underwear so I'm like and they're asleep in the bed and I'm like going through this guy's underwear drawer <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, I, and I don't know I can't remember exactly what happened but I remember like aborting that like I didn't get underwear like I remember leaving and thinking I'm just gonna have to not wear underwear and so my next my next order of business was this I, okay I need to discard these underwear like what do I do with these things so I go oh, I, I got it got, I
2: got, I got. You're in these people's bedroom while they're sleeping, going right. through the underwear drawer. Which, right. yeah, yeah. And what are you going to do?
1: Right, right. you so,
2: holding the the soiled underwear at the same time. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna, just going to leave them. So I go out into the garage, and I, by an act of of you know the gods on high, the garage door was open. And so, like, I, so I'm like, oh, good, I can w- just walk out down the alley a little ways and just kind of throw him into a bush or something. Well, it, it's, yeah, and at this point, I'm starting to. Like at this point, you're finally pulling it
2: back onto the road. Like that seems like that's a <laughs> yeah. wise decision. Well,
1: and I'm like, but but at this point, for some reason, is when I started sort of panicking. Like this whole like, okay, I have some time to deal with this. Like as I'm going through this scenario, I'm getting more and more panicked. So I'm, I'm sort of panicking, and I remember I was going like, to throw him over somebody's fence or something, and, but I remember like the first fence I came to, I heard someone like in the backyard. And so I was like, okay, bad. <laughs> it
2: guys. was somebody else from down the street doing the exact same thing, wondering, man, I cracked my underwear, what do I do with
1: we, like We throw our underwear up at the same time, and then like, they meet in midair. You
2: don't tell, I won't tell, and you guys run off your separate ways. <laughs> we each holding,
1: holding each other underwear, like, wait. We're back in the same position we were just in <laughs> holding soiled soil underwear. So I remember like, I remember kind of panicking. like, Okay, this is a bad idea, bad idea. I got to get back in the house. So I'm like I'm running back in. So on my way in and I'm in full panic mode now, there was a trash sack in the garage. And I remember just thinking, okay, I'm just going to stuff these things down as far down as I can in this trash bag and be done with it. <laughs> so that's what I did. I, I just, I grabbed these underwear and I stuffed them down in the bottom of this trash sack in in a panic mode, and went back inside and got like laid down back in my sleeping bag, pretending
2: you're still asleep. Like, oh, yeah. man, it smells like somebody might have pooped in here. <laughs> Who could that have been? <laughs>
1: like, with like like huge beads of sweat like rolling down my face. Like, why are you so sweaty, Mark? It's freezing in here. It's like you've been it's like you've been sneaking around, running around with soil underwear all morning. So okay, so I go back. Everything's fine. We resume the sleepover. I go home. So, after I kind of have a chance to sort of reflect on the, the morning's happenings.
2: You're, pl- you're game planning for, okay, the next time this happens. <laughs> right.
1: Well, I'm thinking back, like, you know, I'm like, I'm, wa- I'm like watching the tape in my brain, like, you know, a reviewing film of what I could have done differently, what I did well. And, 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 I'm, <laughs> and I'm, as I'm thinking about the trash sack, it dawns on me, like, what it was. Like, I remember, you know, like, and I think, wait a second. There wasn't trash in that trash sack. There were just other plastic bags in that trash sack. So it was like some, you know, it's like bags that they used for things. And then I had, and I had this thought where, you know, and it's like one of those where you just sort of like your mouth drops open as you realize that those were my, I had just gone to summer camp like that, that summer before that. And so my mom had written my name on all of my underwear and my whole underwear drawer. And I remember, and I even like in my, in my panicked state, I even remembered seeing my name on, the, on the band of the underwear. And I, and I, but I was so panicked that I just, that didn't register with me. So I'm sure like in a few weeks, like they're like, Hey Tim, can you go outside and get a plastic bag from the sack? I think we're almost out of sacks out there. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what is this this bag has smelled like
2: crap for like three, <laughs> two months this explains
1: it and then like mark rogers
2: like name on the <laughs> underwear you're like a cat burglar who like leaves the calling card like from the movies like you've been burgled by the springfield cat burglar but instead it's just you've been <laughs> underwear doo-dooed by, by mark rogers <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they probably thought I probably did it on purpose, and I'm like, you know, like rubbing my hands together, like Mr. Burns. Like,
2: hmm. <laughs> did you ever hear back from them on it? No. Okay.
1: And I was never invited back to the house either. And not okay. not not to know whether that was an indication of that was just he wasn't like a great
2: friend of mine, and worlds had been colliding, or
1: I got put on the do not invite. <laughs> I don't know
2: what's the funniest <laughs> element of this story that a you pooped in your underwear again or B, that you like stuffed it in a plastic garbage bag that's very clearly not trash, or C, that your name's on it, or D, kind of all of the above, and there are people walking around planet Earth, maybe they are subscribers of this podcast, I don't know, that are like carrying around this secret with them, as long as they live about the time that somebody named mark Rogers <laughs> took a dump in a pair of underwear and <laughs> hid it inside their garage
1: yes if you by some chance
2: tim i won't say his if, like one of our like subscribers is like hey man that was me that was our family
1: <laughs> i do i do know his name was the the kid's name was tim
2: I, <laughs> this the, the internal strife caused by the underwear pooping <laughs> made my parents divorce and ruined my second. life
1: Okay, so that's the humans being human segment, and uh, to kick off the the hopefully what will become a, a few humans being human stories from from podcast listeners. Um, well, you know,
2: I, I will even go so far as to say this: if you're not comfortable being on Skype, and I'm just throwing this past year right now, if you're not comfortable, like you know, being on Skype or whatever, or being you know having your voice in the show, or even having your name read attached to your story, just email it to us. Email it to me, Ooh, simply yeah. human Rick, and you can be, be anonymous. Email it to me. Yeah, we can read it, and you know, if it's a funny enough story, obviously we're going to be able to riff off of it. That's pretty much what we do. So, yeah. if you have a good story, email it to us. You can remain anonymous; that's fine, and we'll read it on the air if it's if it's a good one.
1: Cool. All right. Well, that is the humans being human segment. Thank you, Mark and Rick, for your story or for Mark's story. Um, hey, thank you. thank you, Mark, for your story yeah. for sharing it for your courage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just like. I admitted that I was an
2: alcoholic or something. salt <laughs> communism Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. So now it is time for the Simply Human tip of the week. And a lot of times what I'll do to try to come up with the Simply Human tip of the week is look at like what's around me and just, you know, come up with like a practical idea of, of something that's around me. And so I'm actually currently uh, in the guest room of my house trying to get away from all of the, the noise. And there were two things on the guest bed. <clears throat> there was a naked baby doll and a guitar. So, I chose to go with a guitar to use as my idea.
2: You've chosen poorly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark.
1: So, the tip of the week is learn something new. And uh, I've actually been playing guitar since I was like 13. So, coming up on 20 years, I actually got my guitar on my 13th birthday. So, my birthday. You're,
2: you're really good at guitar. I've always kind of admired the way you could just pick up a guitar and, like, you know, get after it and, like, listen to a song and translate it to your fingers. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, sorry, just a little Eric Clapton for you there. Um, well, yeah. I, uh, show off. Yeah, so learn something new, uh, learn a new language, uh, re- read a book that maybe you don't really, ha- hadn't had a, a super big interest or, or amount of knowledge in, uh, and it will help your brain to grow, and it will just do a lot of things for you. So learn something new, whether it's a sport or a musical instrument or a language um, I don't know what what are some other things that you could learn? You know,
2: I, th- I think that's really great advice and you hit on something that's that's really affecting me right now read a read a book about something that you uh, you know were maybe interested in didn't know anything about I'm reading this book right now uh, about and it, about and it's the israel-palestinian conflict seen through the eyes of uh And a person that lives in Israel and a person that was disposed of a Palestinian. And it's a really, really super incredibly interesting book because you figure, you know, my whole life you've heard about, you know, West Bank this and Gaza Strip that. and, And I had no idea. And it's such a convoluted, you know, history that goes all the way back to the 40s and to the Holocaust but man, it's just a really interesting book. If you want to read it, it's called, the title is The Lemon Tree. Uh, I, you know, and I'm, I'm slowly prodding my way through it because I only read about five or 10 pages at a time before I fall asleep in the mornings, but, uh, man, it's a really good book, but man, you hit on it. it. You, you learn something new. It expands your worldview. It expands how you view other people and how you view your own life. And it's, you know, knowledge is the base of everything. And so whether it's learning a new language, uh, uh, you know, learning something new, learning a new skill, learning a new sport. It's just, it's, it, you know, it's a good way to you know, kind of connect more with your fellow man, I guess is a good way to put it to me.
1: I hope you like the, the instrumental background for your whole uh, book. It was,
2: story. it was beautiful.
1: All right. Ah, so learn Boats and new. Could you, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was awesome. That, yeah, that, that he has that. And like if you listen to his podcast, the performance podcast which we mentioned the boats and hose thing uh, he I mean it's really kind of a cool song at the beginning you would never think that in a million years and I'm you literally
2: like, gonna go download yeah. it right now just to hear that yeah
1: or, and then you listen to it and you're like
2: ah this is genius
1: so alright well uh, I guess what else uh, Humans Being Human open we talked about uh, I guess that's gonna be it so that's gonna be it for this edition of the Superhuman Human podcast coming up next time on the Simply Human podcast, it is episode 34, will be Chad Walding, uh, who's a physical therapist that I met at PaleoFX. actually listened to his talk, and he has this whole thing about how you uh, you combat sort of the whole flexed position or the sitting all day, and, and some things you can do. So it's a really cool uh, talk that he gave at PaleoFX. So Chad Walding is coming up, and that's actually not going to be until June 7th, uh, which is crazy. Um so anyway uh, so all t- oh, this for
2: years really just zooming by huh
1: yeah yeah. so stay tuned for Chad Walding in episode 34 find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com links to the Facebook page YouTube channel Simply Human Kids page and the Simply Human Moms page is all there follow me on Twitter at simplyhuman52 I'm also on Instagram email the show simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com that's where you need to send your humans being human uh, ideas and uh, please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher good or bad any publicity is good publicity thank you making Making us part of your day. No, there's obviously a lot of uh, choices out there uh, that you could that you could choose from. And thank you for for making the Simply Human podcast part of your repertoire. Uh, Rick, do you have anything to add?
2: Uh, no, I just I love all of it.
1: We used to say any farting thoughts, uh, and we sort of got
2: away from that. So, well, we I feel like uh, we're making a step in the right direction.
1: Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should continue not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human podcast. And remember. And I had a fart. So until next time, enjoy yourself.